there was a podcast about athletic training, what would you call it? God. I'd call it the Athletic Training Podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good start. <laughs> I'm just trying to be candid about that. Uh, oh, there you go. Hi. <laughs> I think that's exactly how that conversation went, right? <laughs> we were Maybe, so lost. I mean, 50, we so- 52 episodes ago, people, we were standing in a living room. What the hell should we call this thing? I don't even remember. Oh, I, re- I remember very distinctly being like, we just need to be, ah, like, we want to be candid. Boom. Shalak lock. That's it. <laughs> oh, thank you for, thank you for tuning in and spending an hour out of your week hanging out with us. Maybe <sighs> you're uh, on your way to work. Maybe. Maybe you are in the middle of work. Maybe you're working out. Just doing what you're doing. Maybe you're taking for- a crap. A little entertainment in your week. That'd be a long crap. Well, I mean, maybe they started it, and then maybe they're going to take a shower, and then they're going to make your breakfast. Well, maybe and... they listen to this on two times speed. Ooh, maybe. So I, I listen to it on time and a half. Listen. I, I can't listen to us on regular <laughs> speed anymore. I have to listen to us on speed and a half. Because you just can't bear listening to us for that long? Well, I think we actually, I actually think we sound better in speed and a half. So we take so many pauses. I didn't even know that feature existed until we started doing this podcast and you, you showed me on your phone, like we were listening to another podcast and I was like, why is it going so fast? And you're like, because you can listen to it at like double the speed. Don't you do that? And I'm like, no, that's game changing. I know. You just... That means everybody can go back and listen to every one of our episodes again twice on double speed because it's a totally different experience. Yeah. Just to let you know. I've heard that if you listen to us on half speed, it's super, super entertaining. And that I sound really drunk. (laughs) Oh, but you're always drunk. Yeah, I'm drunk right now. I wonder what I sound like. Because I am usually drunk. <laughs> You're not drunk. Right so on now. half speed, I, I sound sober? Is yeah, that what's maybe. happening? Hmm. Well, my name is Chad. Oh, I'm Kevin. And this is the Athletic Training, Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Yeah, I don't see, know what podcast Athletic Training is. Podcast, here we go. doesn't matter what the <laughs> name is. Oh my God. Should we start over? No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Um, Episode so again, one, here we, we go. <laughs> we appreciate everybody tuning in. We're going to have a fun show tonight. Um, it was a fun week this week. This uh, Apparently, people week. know what Twitter is. Man, we blew up. Apparently, jinxing is a huge thing in the yeah. athletic training community. It's a really big thing. We had so much feedback on how to not jinx yourself or how to jinx yourself. It was incredible. It was really fun to see every time I would log on. How many notifications? It would just be like, again, again. I mean, it was it's pretty awesome. wild. So many people voted on um, that, too. I, I think re- so. I, my- didn't, I didn't even write down the, re- the actual results of the poll. I just saw that That's we had fine. like 600, who, 600 who votes. Who really gives a crap? I do, actually. Oh. So we're going to actually really quickly. My, I will say I, I'd like to nominate that, that, that jinx of saying... To 
maybe your significant other or maybe your friends or whatever. Don't like do somebody it. somebody you're gonna like meet after you get done with your work day, right? And you're like, Oh no, I should I should be out by X time or oh no no, like we should probably be done by this time. Oh man. Okay, so that was a really good point. So do you see what I do is I figure it out in my head and then I add an hour. <laughs> see, I just stop telling like, people that I if I think I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get leave. home at two thirty, I'm gonna say three thirty. Oh really? Yeah. Just to I give mean, myself a little window. Oh man. I mean my life now is totally different as an athletic trainer, but like when I was in sports, holy cow. I just I told everybody like I have no idea. I yeah. just have no idea. I usually get her out around this time. No idea, though. So 49% of the people, basically half, people said today is going fast is the easiest way to jinx yourself. Yeah. So talking about like how fast your day is going, uh, 36% said about how healthy the team is. Yeah. 9% said other. Uh, and then 6% cleaning a whirlpool. Yeah. Which happened to me tonight. Oh, good for you. I was about to walk out. Somebody came in and asked, can I jump in a whirlpool? And As like, you were draining it. It was already cleaned. It was mm. cleaned before I even got back. But Your like, answer was? As I was actually finishing my last, working with my last patient, another athlete from another team came in, asked if they could get in there. I said, yes. They got it's in. It's empty. And as that athlete was in there, a third athlete walked in. And I was oh like, oh, God. here we go. Ball got rolling. Yeah, so I shut the door. <laughs> As you should have. Yeah, uh, everyone got what they needed, so that's uh, good. That was fun. We did get a lot of feedback on our last episode. So uh, wait, they, there's but so athletic trainers are more worried about their day going fast than their team being healthy. Yeah, that's a that is good. That, those are my life. kind of people. Those are my kind of people. I like it. Well, I think it's the, like you said last week. You're confident in your ability to take care of them, even if there's an yeah. injury. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of people commented on our last episode um, that it was our best episode yet. Do you feel that way? Uh, yet, yes, because we just keep getting better. I hope we're so. a we're a fine so wine. If this is your first, if this is your first listen to us, last week we talked about. Uh, what did we talk about? <laughs> what was our future? Oh, topic God, last I think week? there was something about FMKing, and there was something about top fiving and fatting. Yeah, no, we talked. So we talked about like career and like kind of oh, yeah, like it was about your the the, yeah. the truth about your career. I literally yep. couldn't remember. No, I mean who? So who could? You should check out episode fifty-one if this is your first one. So. Um, and so, a spoiler alert. Um, if you this is the first time you're listening to us on episode 52 um that means that there's 51 plus other episodes you can go back and listen to yeah go back to the beginning legitimately see how probably stupid we sounded the first couple episodes and now how professional we are yeah real professional (laughs) uh kevin yeah what else did we talk about last week uh long johns they're all over Long Johns are all over the country. No, they're not. Yeah. Nope. You're, I've got at least three different people that said you can get a Long John. Listen. Anywhere. Okay. Nope. In Michigan, you can't get a vanilla Long John. You I can't even get a Long John. You can get a rectangular donut, and if you understand that that's a Long John, then you're you're fine. But my sister lives in my sister lives in Michigan. I go there often. We try to get Long Johns. 
You cannot get long yards. Nope. Aaron Richie says he's got them. Nope. Aaron, I'm sorry. I don't know. Send me some long johns and I'll tell yeah, you. If, if you're going <laughs> Maybe you guys convention. don't know what a long john is. Everybody come Maybe to Wisconsin. I'll show you what a long john is. That was really, that sounded bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin wants to show off his long john. Yeah. We're going to have a long john okay. comparison contest. Hey, just just came to me. Okay. Um, all right, so for for everybody that lives in the south or maybe like on the west coast that you don't really need to worry about this how about the garment of like clothing that you could wear from like your ankles all the way up to your shoulders underneath your clothes are you are you catching my drift here i know what you're talking about right so what is that called to you long johns or so some people call it long underwear sure right i call them long johns yeah you do that's what i figured so some people call those long johns are people getting confused that like i wasn't asking about underwear i was asking about donuts no i think they i think I think there's a lot of different right, maybe. out there. Well, then I also want to know what people call long johns or long underwear across the country. Okay. We can <laughs> put that up. What do you call long underwears? Yeah. All right. We'll do that. Uh, we talked about uh, we talked about some other things. The jinxing. Oh, the best part of Gardetto's. About, oh. Gardetto's. 57% said the rye chip. 23% said the breadstick. Twenty percent said the pretzel part. Yeah. It, I don't know if it's a breadstick or a cracker. It's got ah, that. It's it, the it's, light one. Yeah, no, it's no, it's it's yeah. it's like a breadstick. So that was that was your Gardetto. There is like a there's like a, a Chex, ses, there's like a Chex sesame mix? like stick in there that just sucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gardettos. Yeah. And I think Gardettos is a local company, and I feel bad. It but, is Wisconsin company. Yeah. Um, fictional athletic trainer debate last week. Mm-hmm. J-Lo, 52% of the vote. Shakira, 48%. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Booty wins. Booty always wins. Uh, we had the Mark Pro Challenge on social yeah. media this week. Um, <laughs> you guys are all Check idiots. out our Instagram if you want to see the Mark Pro Challenge, if you want to have an athlete step up to take it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and we also um, have a lot of people still tagging us in Sour Patch Kids tweets because they know how much we like imagine that and sour patch kids said we only need one gazillion more before they start sponsoring us gazillion i'm good you know what we might be down to 999 bazillion what is a gazillion yeah how many zeros is in a gazillion a gazillion a very large number or quantity used for emphasis oh emphasis emphasis you put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. So, um, I'd like to sell a gazillion of blank, blank. So it's not like a real number, Sour Patch Kids. So we are assuming what you mean by that. So the check is in the mail. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I mean, like, legitimately, I think you mean if, like, maybe five more people tweet at us about Sour Patch Kids, maybe we'll get some free Sour Patch Kids. I don't know. Yeah. With a check. Bare minimum, maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars. I don't know. I mean, we're good spokespeople. We really are. I mean, we're good looking. Yeah. That's what people are we're really good listening looking for podcasters. To this, you know? 
It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Should we uh, spit some knowledge tonight? No, but we should start a podcast. Okay, let's do it. Kevin, here's how prepared I am. Okay. Usually, I have this notebook in front of me, and it's got like everything written down. Yep. All of our segments. Yep. I have nothing written down until I know what our feature topic is. I know. I so I, I'm I'm really just running with, with this one. Okay, I think run I know, with we it. We talked about it. Run with it. Which one do you want to do first? Top five. You want to do top five? Top five. We polled 100 athletic trainers. Boom, boom, boom. What color do you associate with athletic training? <sighs> All right. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. I think I memorized it. I'm actually going to try and see if I can do it without opening the book. I believe you can. So the f- number one, khaki. Okay. That's a color. Number two, tan. <laughs> Number three. Fifty Shades of Khaki. Number the next movie. Number, that would be a great <laughs> training movie. Okay, so we've talked about doing a movie, khaki. right? We've talked about having an athletic training movie. Fifty Shades of Khaki. I see it. That's awesome. I'd rather not see it. All right, so we got khaki. We got tan. <laughs> we got brown. I see what you're doing here. Yep. Now, I'm going to shock you on this one, but red. Red. Yeah. Blood. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> Last but not least, black. Okay. If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. in fifth place with okay. three votes. Yep. Green. Green. Because like the color money, of money? How much money everyone <laughs> makes doing this. That, there must just be a lot of schools that have green in there. In fourth place with four votes, black. Winner, winner. You nailed it. Um, in third place mm-hmm. with 13 votes. You're really you're spouting this off without looking in your book. It's yeah. pretty impressive. Um, or you're making it up. Khaki. What? In third place? Third place, 13 votes. Uh, what are the top two? In second place with 31 votes. 30. That's a huge, well, the second for, highest yeah, amount that 31. we've ever had. Yes. Red. Wow. Red. Interesting. Because we see red. Yep. And in first place with 38 <laughs> votes. Red rum. Red rum. Blue. 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 Interesting. Well, blue is like kind of the universal like color of healthcare, I feel like. Right? Yep. Yeah. I'm just going to open up the book and make sure I got that right. You did. I promise you did. 38 for blue, 31 for red, green with three, khaki 13, and black four. Yeah, I nailed it. Did anybody have, was there any kind of random color in there? Yep, there was uh, two that I wanted to, two answers that I wanted to bring up. Okay, bring it, bring it. The first one was sparkles. Wow. Robin sparkles. Robin sparkles. Should we change our fat tonight? Just go to, yeah. I I mean, Robin Shabatsky, Robin sparkles. I mean, are we sparkly? I mean, do we like? I don't. I think do we stand out like that? So like somebody, sequins? some sort. Of, I don't. So some at these are athletes, right? No, these are the athletic trainers. Athletic trainers. So some athletic trainer said sparkles. 
Mm-hmm. All right. What's the other random one? Uh, well, there's. I guess I got two more. Three. Actually, a couple more. Maybe somebody, somebody got a said glitter black bomb. and blue. Ah. Like that was funny. Like the color of a. Good blues. for you. I like it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had stoplight. Red, yellow, green. Red, yellow, green. What is this? Red Rover. Red Rover, Red Rover, let athletic trainer come over. Yeah. Red light, uh, green light. And then the last one that I wanted to hit up on, uh, it just said school school colors. Whatever your school colors are, that's what you associate with athletic training. So every color. Um, and it's really funny that that was the answer because just this morning I was looking in my closet as I was getting ready to go to work, <laughs> and I'm going, I am so friggin' tired of wearing these two colors. Yeah. Did you feel that same way? Did you get tired of wearing the colors of the same team like um, every day like oh my god again like your whole cl- my half my closet is i'm i'm in a school where black and yellow is the color yeah i feel like a damn bumblebee i mean i i wouldn't say i got sick of it be only because i only wore it at work i'm gonna i'm I mean, gonna put I never i up. never wore so this this is what i would say so Spoiler, um, if somebody doesn't know, I worked for the Milwaukee Brewers organization. So for the longest time, our colors were like really dark blue, like a dark navy blue and basically wheat. So like tan. Khaki. Right? Can't. <laughs> khaki. khaki. Um, and then like the retro colors were, uh, I guess, baby blue and yellow, right? Mm-hmm. Um Unless you hit up that 1990s look with that aqua Ooh, green in we, there. Yeah, we never... I don't think... I can honestly say I don't think we ever had a Yuck. retro day with those colors. We had right. the other retro days right. where, like... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I never wore a piece of Brewer Milwaukee Brewer-like clothing outside of work mm-hmm. for 10 years. I mean, not even like, oh, I'm cold and I have an extra sweatshirt. Like, no, I had other sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I only wore it at work. So therefore, like, I didn't really get sick of it because it was like, oh, it's just kind of what I wore at work. And then we had nice stuff, too. I mean, like, let's be honest. It was Major League Baseball, so we had nice stuff. Um, but you never got sick of those colors? I don't yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it just because I guess I never wore that color scheme in my daily life, anyways. Yeah. Like, maybe I was maybe lucky. Maybe, maybe I was kind of lucky. I'm like on a ten month, and you were more. I mean, you weren't on a. I was. It was six. Eight, to eight, eight, we'll yeah. call it eight months, and then mm-hmm. I had an off season. I don't know. I mean. I never got sick of the colors, no. I'm going to put a poll up, and I want to know if you all, if y'all, y'all, y'all you all, if everyone listening. Do you get sick of your school colors? Do you ever colors? get tired of your school colors? So, yeah, uh, yeah. let's move on. Yeah, let's what, do it. What, What's what next? Um, let's FMK something. Okay, we got this one from our website. Yes, we did. Which? This just in. The forum. We have a website. Uh, CandidAthleticTraining.com. Yep. So you can go there and you can give us suggestions for things like this that you want us to talk about. 
And we will talk about them. And what do we got this week? So I forgot. We got I forgot an offering of I, wanna, I guess I headwear. We're, we're gonna credit. we're gonna call call it headwear. Dan Priest. Dan Priest. Thank you, Dan. We appreciate it. We appreciate you using the website, using the forum for all its glory. And so we're gonna FMK wearing a baseball cap, a visor, or a bucket hat. Now, do you want to do this from the standpoint of just wearing a hat, or do you want to do this like while you're working? Let's do it from while you're working. While you're working. <sighs> I'll go first. If you want. I will kill okay. the visor. Ooh. I'm going to kill the visor. Good call. Um, I. It doesn't protect your scalp. <laughs> it doesn't. Your scalp Are you saying still, your hair is thinning up top? No, actually, my hair is not. I'm, oh, okay. I'm doing quite well in that All department, right. actually, yeah. I feel. Uh, it's just getting grayer as we speak. It just, oh, yeah, it's getting gray. There's for sure. Uh, Do you have but, a stress in your life that you need to get rid of? No. Okay. There's oh, a there's yeah, a direct actually. link between stress and gray hair. I didn't know all the stress happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I just don't find the visor, like, look good anymore. Mm-hmm. Did you at one point? Yeah, there was a few years in the '90s where I was like, "Yeah, that I could, yeah. I could do that." Okay. Right, I mean, right around the time Steve Spurrier was trying to make it ah, popular. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, the visor's got to go. I'm killing it. All right. I'm going to f with, and I am effing with, the bucket hats. F with. Just the, within this last year, I. I have one. I was given one. Okay. By one of my coaches. All right. And I keep it in my kit. Just it in lays case. Flat. And just in case. Yeah. I just need in case I need a little protection. Uh huh. You know, you should always have always, a little protection yep. with you. Always have it in there. Because if you don't have protection with you, you don't know what's going to happen. That's very true. Uh, I have worn it, and I don't feel like I pull it off. But my athletes tell me they love it. And I don't know if they're messing with me or not. They're messing with you. They probably are messing with me. Nah, Chad, you can pull it off. I don't know. I feel a little self-conscious in it. I think, but I'm still going to try it, and I still know it's good for me just to keep yeah. it. The sun, it keeps the sun off. It's of the three. It's the only one that keeps the sun off the neck and out of the eyes. Yeah. With the others, you have to choose your own adventure. <laughs> you know, one or the other. Back forward yeah. um mm-hmm. so i will f with the bucket okay even though i don't fish at all I, it's not like i mean it's more of a fisher it is it i i think so right um, it's traditionally yeah keep your so, keep your lures on it traditionally the baseball cap uh is the one i'll wear most frequently okay uh so i'll marry that all right you're gonna marry it mm-hmm. all right Hmm. So I'm. I. I mean, I'm killing the visor. I. I can't do a visor. I'm not. I'm just not a fan. Well, you just have. Maybe you should marry. You got that flow up top. Well, maybe but that's the show thing. Show it off. So here's the thing about this maybe haircut I have. It. Maybe you should f it just to show off that hair. Well. Mm, just give the people what they want. <laughs> yes. Um. 
the great thing about this haircut is that I could wear a, a baseball style cap or a bucket hat and not ruin my hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's kind of, it's the essence. I, I got, I got with the old school kind of like, you know, traditional gentleman's cut from back in the day when men would always wear hats everywhere they went. Um, but I'm killing it. I just, I flat out just don't like visors. Mm. I, I just don't like them. I don't like the way they look. Have you ever owned one? Uh, I, have- I, I can't say I can't say for certain I've never owned one. Okay. But in I my s- in the last ten to fifteen years, as an athletic trainer or athletic training student, I have never owned one. Yeah, I have one. Mm-hmm. I just I couldn't remember the last time I yeah. owned one. I own a lot of hats. Do you? Like baseball hats, baseball cap style hats. But I so I'm gonna go I'm actually gonna marry the bucket hat. You have some. And you I have one. Do you wear it frequently? No. I don't I also just <laughs> You're also not married. <laughs> I, I, I'm also not married. Um you you kinda like changed my mind. Like I wasn't even thinking about you weren't thinking about protection either? No. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't thought about that since Nam. Um, how easy is it to just always be able to have a bucket hat in your kit? Like, if you got a decent-sized kit, you can just fold that thing up and put it in that side pocket that you got nothing in. Oh, no, I put it in the top part and lay it flat. Exactly. There, there you go. I yep. mean, and like, and so you always have protection on you. Always carry it. I mean, you are concealed and carrying all at all it's times. It's not even going to leave a little ring in your kit. Nope, either. it won't. It won't. You know, how long you don't has have that to worry about it. in there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it probably doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Um, I that's I think that's like that totally sold me. Why Why wouldn't I have had a freaking bucket hat in my kit all the time, just in know. case, right? So. And then I'm effing, I'm effing the baseball cap because that's what I traditionally wear like outside of work mm-hmm. if I'm going to wear a hat, right? Um, it's very useful. It does the job. Um, I have a lot of them. I don't wear them nearly enough. Um, but the reason I can't marry it is because I worked in baseball. And like... There's always that. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. In college baseball, mm-hmm. do athletic trainers wear their team's baseball like that hat? Uh, I would say, it, okay. There's, I would say more often than, more often than not, yes. More often than not, yes. Now, okay. here's the thing. Yeah. In FMK, we're only allowed three options. Yes. If you threw a fourth option in there, for me, I'm going to have a winter cap on for the first part of my season. Oh, yeah, season. right. I'm going to wear a winter yeah. sto- a knit stocking hat. That is that is different. A beanie. Yeah. And I would probably marry those over all of them. Yes. I wore a lot of beanies in early early season. So, wear. but we were not afforded that luxury in this debate. Yeah. No, we are not. Um, so my, so I would say, yeah, I think in college baseball, you will get a lot of 
baseball caps uh, team issue. Okay. All right. So I think in the world I worked in, it was very, very uncommon for the athletic trainer to be wearing the cap of the team that they worked for. It's because you guys and have if, dugouts and stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it all played a factor. I also think there was just something about um, – it was just like one of those, yeah, you can do it, but don't be that guy. kind of. So the same early in my career, there were like still strength and conditioning specialists that were like wearing uniforms. Mm. And I think maybe 40, 50, 60 years ago, athletic trainers probably, it, you were just like another coach, right? And so you maybe you wore the uniform or and then you also wore the hat. And I think it's just taken this long that like, no, we're separate. We're different. Um, but I, some people still hold rarely, on to it. I very, I very rarely wear a baseball cap Yeah. at work. I never, I not once did I ever wear a hat during a game. I would, I would wear a hat occasionally like a baseball cap. Like if we went out, like if I was power shagging during batting practice or something. So I was effing it. You there you pow- go. That's you why I'm effing it because I was power shaking, and I would, every once in a while I would wear the actual team hat while I was power shaking. Good for you. Um, I, yep, I, that's what I got. How long would you power shake for? <laughs> ah, well, 45, 50 minutes, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know uh, I make you, Randy. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, should we fat something? Yeah. Or are you are you done? Do we need any more FMKing? Nope. All right. I'm done with the hats. Okay, hats I'm bats. done. I'm done. Hats. Ooh, keep bats warm. Um, fictional athletic trainer. What's coming out this week? What movie's coming out this week? So Chad? we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna focus this one off Birds of Prey. Wait, is that a comic book movie? It's a comic book movie. because wow. That's what we do. That's what we do, people. Comic books. If this is the first time you're listening to us. Get used to yeah. You get get used to some superhero and villain talk. Br- brush up on your comic books. <laughs> and Bruce that's Willis. Like. That's who we are. We are comic yeah. book. We're a comic book profession. We're the superheroes. Yeah. Of the real world. Absolutely, we are. Athletic trainers need capes. We're wearing capes and all that shit. Speaking of capes. Yep. The Cape Crusader. Uh huh. He sometimes of- runs into Harley Quinn. Harlequin. Who is in Birds of Prey, which is coming out this week? Uh huh. Starring Margot Robbie. She I might be the main like I'm character. Promoting the movie, and I shouldn't be. Hey, listen, promote the crap out of it. Maybe they'll give us a little uh, yeah sponsorship. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna do some female. Uh, what what are the female villains? Villains. Yeah. Uh, from Batman, we're gonna do Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. We're doing Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. We did say that. Yep. So if you are a, a Batman comic book fan, Harley Quinn goes a little synonymous, number one, with the Joker. But number two, she's got a lot, a lot of connection with Poison Ivy. If you are not a Bat- Batman comic book fan, Harley Quinn you is... Should you should be. Uh, Harley Quinn is basically... So the Joker, you might have heard of the Joker. That's Batman's main nemesis, I would say, right? It's kind of his sidekick. Um, there's a weird love story between them a little bit. 
Um, she loves him. He doesn't really love her, but he kind of does because he's, you know, a psychopath. Um, and then Poison Ivy, kind of true to her name, I mean, she she's really good at interacting with the plants of the world. So she can yeah. kind of speak to plants. She can control them. She can give them the ability to do whatever she wants to do with them. Harley Quinn is just basically a, a crazy, bat-crazy um, former psychiatrist that she just has all things I love Dr. J. She's passionate. She's very passionate. And she's kind of that perfect example of she probably should have died a million times, but she just doesn't somehow. I don't know. So do you want to do this one just by character, or do you want to try and break it down by duty of the job? How are we gonna How are we gonna tackle? This nah, week? it's just two character. Okay, just get after it. All right, let's start with poison ivy. Okay. The first thing that comes to my mind is a couple of weeks ago we did home remedies. I yeah. Think she's gonna be the the queen of. Oh home my remedies. god. She's gonna doctor up every plant in every aloe vera, every whatever. She's going to have a, uh, a salve? Salve. Salve. <laughs> salve. She's going to mm-hmm. have a salve for every affliction. So, but you just have to trust that she's she's not going to kill you with it. No, I think right? if she's an athletic trainer, she's not going to kill you. Well, I don't know. She's pretty evil. Yeah, but we're not judging the evil. I mean, okay. we're just the skill okay. sets. And I think I think she could be very useful. I Her kid's th- going to be very holistic. Her kid is going to be very holistic. And I think one you hit it right on the head. I mean, most of all medicines originally de- were derived from some sort of plant-based, mm-hmm. earth-based like thing that we just created other chemicals to be stronger or work faster and blah, 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 blah. She is going to have quite the holistic kit mm-hmm. and i think very effective as well yeah um as long as she's just not trying to kill you and so i i go to that she can control plants mm-hmm. particularly she can get the stronger vine like plants yeah. to assist her mm-hmm. she could treat an unlimited amount of athletes at one time because she would just need to have plants around to help. To She's got a million hands that she can use Yes, at all times. I agree. Which is just amazing. Yeah, I think uh, I keep going. Uh, the, the plants and wound care she'd be pretty good at. Wound care she would do well. Um, She's not. Rehab, you could use the vines for in rehab as some sort uh, of TheraBand type. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, agility stuff. I mean, you're going to have to avoid the plants choking the crap out of you. Um, I'm thinking, you know what? I think she would, she'd probably not, I I feel like she's not going to do well at evaluations because she's very, I I don't want to say self-centered, but she's really just she's only worried about her agenda, mm-hmm. right? And so I don't think and she's she, gonna she's not gonna intake 
like what the athlete is saying. She's just going to be like, shut up and just let me treat you. And she also just wants to make sure that the plants and nature are taken uh, totally. care totally. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Oh, she's, think- so, she's more worried that like her, I mean the plant, but more like mm-hmm. the e-stim unit was going to get damaged than like actually use it to help somebody. When you think of poison ivy. Yep. Are you... Do you think, is anyone, or is there one particular version of her that comes to mind for you? The animated Comic- animated series. Animated? Yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, number one. And then, like, I, a little bit of, we we were watching Gotham for a while. Yep. That Which one. version? Because there was three of them. Yeah. There was three versions of Gotham. God, the kid, the kid, and then, like, and then, uh, she grew up. The 90s. Um, the 90s, that was... Uh, Ah. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman, thank That's what you. You're saying. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That she never really pops out. It it for me it's always going to be the, the animated, animated series cuz she there were a significant amount of episodes with Poison Ivy. Okay. For sure. Um or you know what? Honestly, the video game? The video game. The Arkham series. Mhm. For sure. Cuz that's almost like I mean, same question for Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie doesn't, like, it. I, that's not who I think of. I think of the animated series, and I think of the video game. Mm. That's what I think I of. I think I do think Margot Robbie now. Really? I, I Yeah. Cause she was, I thought, pretty good in that. She was great. Yeah. She was great. In Suicide Squad? Yes. And I think she will dominate this one. Oh, for sure. I think for she'll sure. do I, well. She... No joke, she plays one hell of a batshit crazy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she does a really good job yeah. of that. But then also kind of like, oh, I kind of like her. <laughs> Do you have anything else on Ivy, or should we just get into Harley Quinn here? Ah, God. I mean, she's very emotional. Like, uh, Poison about? Ivy. Poison Ivy. She's yeah. very, like, you know... Batman would often, like, defeat her plan by, like, breaking a twig, right? Because then she would go nuts, and then he would, like, distract her and then be able to stop her. Yeah. So she's very emotional. The the temperament's not necessarily there. The cool, calm, collected. Yeah. I I I will agree with it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so how about Harley? She carries a hammer. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of... Now the, there could be some functional rehab there with the hammer. Sure, you could swing it. Like, yeah, uh, Do- dodge this hammer coming at your head. You can dodge a hammer. <laughs> you can dodge a sledgehammer. Yeah, uh, but even though just having them do some some mace type swinging. Yeah, totally. Diagonal totally. pattern. I mean, stuff. Somewhere in there, there is a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. like or psychologist. I I I don't really know her title. But somewhere in there, there's somebody that, health professional. that knows how to ask the right questions. Yeah. So and she, she'll, offer she'll some help. She'll be better at eval. Yeah. So for sure, I, I'm really thinking she'd be better at eval. And just the the everyday random, like, wow, I never thought I would be asked that question before. Like, you know. Pretty straightforward and direct. Yes. Which Very is good. Yeah. Uh, I do think, even though she is off her gourd rocker, you know, 
batshit crazy. Uh-huh. She is pretty perceptive. Like she comes yes, up very. Uh, yeah. with really like she can she's observant in terms of small personality and mm-hmm. um just really observant in that respect. She she almost she's like the Joker in that she never she always has a plan by not having a plan. Mm-hmm. So Which, it is kind of how I feel most days. I don't have a plan. I'm just kind of exactly like right. Knocking things down as they come. Right. I feel you, like I'm deflecting and like shielding things off. Yeah. I mean, like chaos, right? Like she works well with chaos. There's, like I said, she's like this. She should have died. She should have been like. She should not have lasted as long in that battle or this and that, but she just kind of like gets lucky almost because she's she just does well in chaotic situations. And so there's a lot of chaotic situations in athletic training that she she probably could excel in just because she's like, well, that's just what happened. Well, and she's, I'm just going to take I'm just going to go on to the next thing. Yeah, and she's she perseveres. Mm-hmm. And She's also very loyal and dedicated. Ooh, super loyal and dedicated. So she's not going to give up on Dr. J. To she's not going to give up on that athlete. No matter yeah. how hard it gets for the athlete, she's going to see them through. Mm-hmm. So I think even though she's crazy, yeah, she's uh, got some personality traits that I think are really strong. She's always, she's always joking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she will break some tension with, yeah. a, oh, some wit. Yeah, or uh, you know, she'll pull a gun on you, and then she'll all of a sudden it just says bang. Yeah, on, you know. What about of. what about the hands-on skills? You see any like like therapy or rehab or I, any anything that would. I don't. I don't see anything that I don't, stands out there. Yeah, I don't see any any evidence that would lead me to evidence. think that she'd be. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said <laughs> that word. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, let's let's. I think we hit both the the so pros who are you and cons going with? of everyone. This has actually become a much tougher yeah debate for me than I thought because we we hit some good points and they're very polar opposites. Even though they really are, the holistic care of Ivy. Um, I'm gonna versus, I'm gonna go poison ivy. Are you? Yep. Um. I I originally thought I would. Yeah. But I think when we got to the loyalty and the perseverance, and then, um. I think I'm gonna go Harley Quinn. Okay. Not See by what much. The people say. I'm 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 pretty torn, but I think just personality wise, I think sure. she. I'll I'll overlook the craziness and. I'm going to go with the de- the dedication. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. Let's let the people vote. Let the people vote. And we've got a fun feature topic. I'm actually looking forward to this one. And, I mean, so we might as well get into it, right? All right. Let's do it. Chad, what are we going to call this segment? This is going to be the best rehab exercises you're not doing. Ooh. 
the best rehab exercises you're not doing. So we did a while ago. I think it was July 15th. If you go back. July. Jesus. Uh, you remember we did that? rehab hacks. Rehab hacks. So this is going to be similar to that, mm-hmm. but this is going to be the, we're going to just pick some specific exercises that we think that a lot of people aren't doing that maybe there are some benefit to. Yep. Underutilized, underappreciated, whatever. Big time. So you got one? Hip 90-90. Hip 90-90. Give it to me. Yep. Okay, so you're on the floor. And you are basically your knees and your hips are at 90-degree angles, mm-hmm. right? So they're so you're 90-90. And your goal is to, without using your hands, transfer over to the other side so that one hip goes into external rotation and the other hip goes into internal rotation. And while you're doing this exercise, what you're going to think about, pretend your left hip is externally rotated and your right hip is internally rotated. And you're still sitting straight up. As you lift your right knee off the ground, you're going to try to keep that left knee on the ground as long as possible. There's going to be a point where you can't keep it there anymore. But what I want you to focus on is keeping that left knee down as long as possible until you have to transition to the other side. Mm. And just keep repeating that. So you're talking about, I would, I think I would call those shin boxes? Yep. Okay. Yeah, a lot of some people call it shin boxes. Yep. Okay. I just want to make sure so we're on hip, the same page. Hip ninety ninety shin boxes. Gotcha. Um, Love it. I, th- I think it's one of the best exercises out there. And it's so, but one of the definitely one of the things that goes missed is the effort that the individual is putting into it. The core control. If you if you're doing it with your hands, not behind you and you're sitting up yeah core control if you most of us can get on the ground and just flop back and back and forth side to side blah 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 and like, like yeah an i'm i'm working on my hip mobility <laughs> like you're not put some freaking effort into it and try to hold try to extend try to like actually work on mobility whoa whoa so, yeah, what you know do you what got? I, you know what I like about that <laughs> is it's an exercise that requires zero equipment. Zero. You just need a little bit of space. Yep. I do. It is one of my favorites. Nice. Good. Uh, I'm going to start with one that I did mention in Rehab Hacks, but I, I think it's super important. Okay. Single leg bridging. Okay, yes. But doing it... On a slippery surface. Yes. And not on a traditional ground with shoes on. You love your slippery surfaces. I love when it's slippery. Just get it all wet. Yes. Again, go back and listen to the episode. <laughs> if you do a bridge on some sort of slippery surface. Where a slide board. A slide board. Yes. Or with or s- socks on and a yep. hard, you know, mm-hmm. on, on mm-hmm. some linoleum or something. I don't even know if they make linoleum, linoleum. anymore whatever, or on hardwood. If you do it that way, 
it's mm-hmm. going to automatically force you to use your glutes and hamstrings more and not use your quads and hip flexors. So Correct. Uh, that's going to be the first one. With friction comes knee extension. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. You've nailed it. So It's like with great power <laughs> comes yeah i knew you were going there i i heard the spider-man yeah you. you did um so that's gonna be my first one nice so i had this is a little bit more of a philosophy well not really philosophy but just an idea get that athlete out of their normal environment mm-hmm. okay so if they are a track athlete, get them into a pool. Hmm. Like, make a day out of your rehab week that's focused on doing something that's out of their norm. So, um, okay, if they're a swimmer, let's go do... That's the first thing I thought about when you said this. What? What? Swimmers. Yeah. So get like get them out of a pool. Dry right? land. Dry right? land training. Dry land training. Maybe even like, hey, approach the track coach. When when can I can I use the you know, the jump pit for like a half an hour for a rehab? Like get them into an a, a different environment because one of the biggest obstacles in rehabs particularly long-term rehabs, is that plateau, right? How do you get out of those plateaus? What if you tried to not get into a plateau, right? (laughs) And you were just kind of always creating a different environment for that athlete to stimulate them. Mm -hmm. And so I think a very understated, simple concept is to step away from what they normally do. So you're saying be a more well-rounded athlete by doing things no, other no, than no, just no, no, one no, no, sport? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. I mean, really? I'm, we don't no, want no, no. well-rounded yeah. anything. No, don't don't do anything well-rounded. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just like just focus on one thing over and over and over again until it breaks down. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, gosh. what do you got? Uh, Give I've me got, another exercise. I've got I got several. Well, give me another one. Um, so for ankle rehab, I actually really like this. Okay. And again, you're just going to need a slippery surface. Mm. Uh, what I actually like doing is just having single leg balance Yep. with spinning, 90 degree spins. Single so, leg stance, slippery surface. So you're just going to stand up. Standing up. Pick one leg up off the ground. Yep. So you're balancing on one leg. Yep. If you're facing north. Correct. I want you to spin as fast as you can and stop at east and then spin again. Okay. When you stop at south and then west and then back to north. All right. And then switch directions. Okay. So you're going to spin right. 90 degrees at one this time. This is a new one. I don't think I've ever I've ever done this. Um. That's actually, I've got a, a multiple-part series. I got a nice slippery got, surface in my I've got video of this. Clinic. I actually nice. have, of all the exercises I'm going to talk about today, I actually took some video uh, with some athletes, and I'm going to post them on our social media. I kind of like it. So if you want to go to candid underscore ATC, um, 
and check out the Instagram. I will have video of all this. So if my verbal description is lacking, you will be able to see some sort of visual. I like the northeast, southwest. I mean, I I like where your head's at there. So what what is really nice all of about a sudden this, you got to stabilize. Here, here's what yeah. you're doing. You're you're firing your standing leg glute to get you started. Uh huh. And then to stop, you have to use your ankle and knee stabilizers. Uh huh. So it's like a low level introductory to cutting, uh, yeah, and or accelerating or decelerating. I'm trying to think of where you do this in your athletic training room. I have um, uh, a mat that we roll out and uh, unroll. Okay. All right. Um, kind of like a star excursion mat. Yeah, gotcha. So That's anything what I was like thinking. that. Yep. Okay. You could do it on a slant board or a slide board. Ooh. <laughs> Not on a slant Ooh. board, though. <laughs> on a slide board. Man, that that's going to be tough to stop on a slide board. Yep. Really tough. Yeah. So uh, it, that's one of my favorite. There's actually a second part to it where you you walk around a square and do it 90 degrees walking. Um, but I just will save that one. I like it. I mean, I, I think there's also some foot control in there, mm-hmm. too. Some foot intrinsics. Like, yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to learn how to grip with like different parts of your foot. Yep. Yeah, I like it. That's a good one. Thank you, sir. It's a really good one. Go again. Um, I have um one of my favorites. You need either a band or a pulley machine. Okay. Um, you're going to do a single leg RDL into a one arm roll opposite. So let's say you're this balancing on your left leg, balance on your left leg, uh-huh. grab a band or a cable machine with yep. your right hand opposite okay. left mm-hmm. leg, right hand or vice versa. Mm-hmm. You're going to back away from the stack or the band so that when outstretched, you're at the bottom of an RDL. Yep. You're going to fire your glute and hamstring to get you back to vertical Correct. And at the same time, you're going to draw your arm in as in a single arm row. So this is a posterior sling. Correct. Um, one of my favorite exercises. That's a wonderful exercise. It actually dominated me today at the gym. Yep. So, still still feeling it. Um, I do like that one. Again, if it's confusing, there will be video if you check out our Instagram feed. <laughs> Is it going to be you doing it? No, it's my oh, okay. athletes. All right. So, Good. what else you got? Um, I also have this is actually a really fun one for hamstrings. Uh huh. I don't really have a name for it. I just, um, so what you're going to do is you're going to grab a stability ball, Swiss ball, whatever those big balls that we talked about. Big balls. Okay. You grab the big ball, big light ball. Just one ball, though. Just one of them. And I recommend getting the biggest size that you have available. Always go for the biggest ball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go find a wall with some space. Yep. Okay. You're going to lay on your back with your head as close to the wall as possible. Okay. You're going to r- raise the ball up as high as you can and hold it against the wall with one leg sh- extended straight towards the ceiling. Okay. And your other leg will be flat on the ground. Yep. Does that make any sense? Yes. So you're doing, it's almost, I mean, you're doing a straight leg raise. One, single leg. Yeah. Single so, leg, straight leg raise and you're, against you, a physio ball 
into that a is wall. against into the wall. Your head is close to the wall. Correct. So yep. you're going to have one, basically one leg laying on the ground, the other leg yep. straight up in the air, trying to hold the ball yep. flat into the wall. Uh huh. And then you're going to alternate. You're going to bring the leg on the ground up. Sure. Okay. Switch feet and then mm-hmm. lower. So you're really firing your hamstrings and core while you're learning to alternate legs up and down in the air as you would in locomotion. <laughs> Dissociation, yeah. Some locomotion of the lower extremity. Yeah. It's uh, a very challenging one. I, I would like to remind everybody that is rehabbing to drink plenty of water. Like my dog is right now. <laughs> and now he's going back that's to a bed. Good, that's a good boy. Good, good job, boy. Graham. There you go. Back back to bed. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. Keep going. I have one more. All right. Um, for your shoulder. Yes. Um, instead of doing uh, external rotation at zero and at 90. Yeah. Because it seems totally functional to me to do this. And yes. You can't see me at home, but Kevin can. <laughs> and doing it's this. Very, if you I, want to act like a, scare, a scarecrow, <laughs> you can do these. Doing ex, internal external rotation at zero or at 90. Here's what I challenge you. Get your patient, athlete, whatever, <clears throat> into a 90-90 position with a band. Uh-huh. So half a goal post, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Uh, we're there in an isometric external rotation position. Correct. And then you're going to do a windshield wiper where you're bringing your arm over your head. Yep. I don't know what to call it. I call it 90 with an arm swing. Or a windshield wiper. Or a windshield wiper. Yeah, I like it. Um, because you're going through a more functional range of motion with your shoulder while you're actually firing your rotator cuff. Yeah. So that's the last one I've got. I will I will say I don't think many people in traditional rehab situations understand how often the rotator cuff has to fire, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's not just in internal and external rotation. Mm-hmm. So like know that if you do a shoulder flexion exercise, like the rotator cuff has to like fire. It's a stabilizer. Like if you're doing a horizontal abduction exercise, the rotator cuff has to fire. So I think one of the biggest problems is when you're going through school, you learn origin, yes. uh, insertion, and actions, and then you... And the most dynamic thing you learn is like D2. Yeah. Right? Well, and so then rotator cuff, and you all of a sudden go, oh, that's an external rotator. Well, right. it's more of a stabilizer than it really is yeah. an external rotator. I mean, so let, let's just stabilize some stuff. Let's be honest. While you're doing actual yeah. motion. Yeah, I like it. That's good. So that was um, that was the last specific exercise I Good. Had. So I think... So last time when we talked about rehab hacks... I mean, I I did my I, I harped on my my breathing and my posture. You sure did, right? For good for good reason. Yeah, because it's important. So I think, and then I I threw in there, for Christ's sake, just in every goddamn rehab, do some effing hip mobility, core stability, and thoracic mobility. 
So I'm not going to talk about that anymore. But I will, I want to break it back down to um, own, like owning movement, right? So the the population I work with now, they don't, they're not high-level athletes. Some of them were high-level athletes. Now they're the weekend warrior or now they're just everyday Joe that just really has no concept of how their body can move, nor have they moved it like that in a really long time. So some of the younger athletes, maybe they, maybe they won't under, like they won't get it as much because they, they can move in multiple planes and it's not that big a deal to them. But very soon, even like when you get to your college athletes, when you get to your mid twenties or whatever, like you start losing that ability to be as elastic, right? Totally going through that a hundred percent this week. Yeah. hundred percent agree. So one of the things that keeps us elastic is our connective tissue, mm-hmm. right? But the other, one of the other things that keeps us elastic is our nervous system. Mm-hmm. So we have to remind our nervous system that movement is good instead of non-movement. So, well, our nerves come out of our spine. So one of the other, I think, staples of every single rehab should be spinal segmentation. Mm. So most, so I, I describe it as, because most people know this, the cat-cow mm-hmm. exercise, right? So the cat-cow exercise, if you don't know what it is, is named after basically you're on all fours, and then you push your back, your spine, into flexion like an angry cat, including your cervical spine, by the way. Everybody, a lot of people forget that your neck needs to move like that. And then you reverse that by kind of dropping your belly like you had udders like a cow, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I like to the I like to change it to I'm gonna I'm gonna only flex and or extend. Let's just say we're in cow right now. I'm gonna start flexing each segment of my spine one at a time as much as I can. So I'm gonna retract my chin a little bit. Then I'm going to start bringing that chin to my chest. And then I'm going to really start pushing up through my like T1, T2, T3, T4, T5. And I'm literally going to visualize every single one of my segments flexing, then eventually extending at a time. Mm -hmm. You will be amazed at somebody that actually can do a cat cow and they look really good they look really fluid but as soon as you ask somebody to only flex at their thoracic spine they like can't do it mm-hmm. they ask them only to extend and yes you do need to go into extension at your lumbar spine they can't do it they can't go into flexion at their the lumbar spine or it's like oh god that lovely spot of like t11 t12 l1 where like most of us just have no control over because it's more of a rotating area of our body. But 
to ask somebody to flex or extend there and they're like uh i have no idea i can't do it sure so i like to athlete will be on all fours you're they're doing cat cow but now let's just think about one segment at a time and i just walk my fingers down each one of their segments as they do it itsy bitsy spider itsy bitsy spider a little fun addition to that would be um you can add resistance so you can add basically a resisted cat cow you have a band around your back it's locked down by your hands you're still in that quadruped position you're pushing up against that back like into your back um multiple areas of your of your spine another kind of fun addition to that exercise i've seen cups i've never done it but i've seen cups on multiple segments of your spine really gives a crazy feedback loop apparently between the athlete or the patient and then feeling that cup and feeling where that segment actually is in space Hmm. um you may have seen me do this but i actually use it as a warm-up every every time i go to work out if i if i'm gonna if i have two minutes to warm something up what am i gonna warm up it's not gonna be my hamstrings i'm not gonna just right over left and stretch my hamstrings i'm gonna warm up my nervous system right so why not incorporate that into every single rehab right so um other than that the only other like again thinking more conceptual um have a rest day Mm. Have an active rest day, but then also have a rest day. Let the body heal, right? Let the body recover. I think those are going by the wayside, unfortunately. <laughs> All the time. Especially in more, more, ath- more, 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 more. College athletics, yeah. it's like, oh, if you're not doing something every day, then yeah. you're falling behind. Then you're not doing. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Right. Like I'm supposed to like run through a wall at every moment, right? Well, we need to recover, right? Because we all do know. Especially if you have college athletes, they're not sleeping very well. No. They're not. Well, think about this. Definitely not eating very when well. When you are working out or doing some sort of activity, that's not when you're building muscle. You're breaking Correct. it down. Correct. The building back up happens mm-hmm. in the rest time. And so, so if you don't ever take a day off, you're never going to build that no. tissue back up. And if you need to, then trick your athletes and say, oh, we're going to work out in the pool today. But in reality, you're taking them through like an active recovery day in the pool. That's what I got. Okay. Very good. Very good. Rehab 102. (laughs) What do you think? Wrap it up? Yes. 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 Okay. Chad, that was a crappy episode. <laughs> I liked it. I learned a lot. Well, it was nowhere near as good as the best episode we've ever had last week. I think we've just done it again. Maybe. Maybe. We'll let we'll let the people decide. Um, where can people find us? Our social media is candid underscore ATC. And then our website is candidathletictraining.com. Yeah, we're all over this place. Dot com. 
So find speaking us there. of that Super Bowl commercial coming up. Um, oh, yeah, we should let's break that down. Next we week. should next 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 episode. We're well, definitely funny. talking about some commercials because this is coming out after the Super Bowl. I know even we've recorded it before. I know. Well, who, Spoiler: You can't win them all, you know. Yeah, you can't win so, them all. All right. Uh, let, we'll see you next week. Absolutely. Bye. Thank you.